You are now tuned in to R&R Raw and Real with Shaz. I'm your host, Shazman. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening in to my podcast. If you are new here, make sure you hit that follow button so that you do not miss an episode drop, which is every Wednesday. If you would like to keep updates on topics that I may discuss, head on over to Instagram to R-N-R with Shaz, C-H-A-S, and hit that follow button so that you can stay updated on whatever questions I may ask and want your input on. And now that I have your attention, let's get into today's episode. I want to thank you again for tuning in to my podcast, R&R Raw and Real with Shaz. Welcome back to this week's episode. I'm going to put a trigger warning out there for you just so you're aware. Because you never know who's listening to my show. You, you know, I don't know where a lot of you guys come from. What's your background? So I'm not sure if some of the things that I say may resonate with you or not. But now we're getting into the parts of who I am. And I'm starting to expose a little bit more of my background to you. So I want to put it out there that this episode is going to be a lot about God. I believe in the Trinity. I believe God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. I do believe in God heavily. So if you do not believe in God or you may have your um, your trauma or your views towards Christians and such, um, this might not be for you because I'm going to tell you one thing and one thing for certain. I am a Christian. I love God, I serve God, but I cuss and I drink. I just haven't found my way all the way. The Lord is still working with me. That is literally my favorite saying is God is still working with me because it really is the truth. There are a lot of things that I used to do that I literally don't do anymore. So I just wanted to put this out there that this episode is gonna be a little bit more deeper in faith. So lately, I've been dealing with my faith in God. I am not in the best headspace when it comes to having the mindset of being faithful and having that faith. Like right now, I'm so in the middle. I'm so in the middle. I don't know what to do, where to go. I'm just, I'm stuck right now. It's like, I want to be mad at God, but then it's like, I can't be mad at him because I'm still blessed and highly favored. But I'm also holding on to my last ends, you know what I'm saying? And trying to make things right make things good give me and my kids the life you know like I told you guys I've been working on getting a lifestyle or or providing that lifestyle um I live in an apartment and honestly y'all I hate this apartment when I say I hate this apartment I hate it here (laughs) I really hate it here I wish I could move it seems like every time I turn around and I apply for a place, I get no, declined, denied, 
trying to get a different job that pays a little bit more, maybe even offers overtime, and de- deny, decline, deny, deny. Like, oh, unfortunately, yo, I'm so tired of hearing no. And I just feel like God is just tired of me at this point. I feel like he really is. And I just feel like he just kind of like put a pause on all of that for me. I don't really see the light at the end of the tunnel. Being as transparent as possible. I just don't. And that's making my faith a little shaky. It's like I feel like God just gave up on me. <laughs> I know I shouldn't think like that, but let's be real. It That's how I feel. I feel like God was like, all right, man. I didn't tell her to do this. I didn't tell her to do that. Ugh. Just tired of this girl. I just feel like. Not that he left me, but he just put in a pause. And like right now, <laughs> I really need him more than anything. I listened to this song called Yet by Ashley Hess. And um, let me read y'all the lyrics to this song. This song has been stuck in my head for about two and a half, three weeks. Um, the song is asking God not to give up on her. It's like, don't give up on me yet. Um, sorry, I was pulling up the lyrics. Okay, here's the lyrics. She says, God, don't give up on me yet. I know I'm not your best bet but I'm trying. What part really just made me cry was when this, she said, God, don't leave me here alone. Cause I know what it feels like to feel alone. And like nobody is is around. But I've been listening, not just to songs like like that, but just, just gospel songs from when I was feeling low in my spirits and low in my faith. I always revert back to Fred Hammond. That is literally one of my most favorite gospel artists, him and CC Winans of all time. Whenever I pull them two out of the archive, I am in deep, deep thought. I am in deep prayer in my head. I'm questioning my life at that time. And I've been pulling them out a little bit listening to certain songs and listening to sermons. Um, I love listening to sermons. I listen to so many different pastors. Um, I don't even want to name them all because at this point, I'm pretty sure y'all have listened to them too. We all post the same group, same types of pastors, you know, on our pages on Instagram and whatever. um, I've been listening a lot to them and trying to figure out like, how to how to feel him and and hear him more that feeling is a lot 
when you you just feel alone like it's silent it's quiet and you're just there you're looking for answers your mind was wondering and you just feel like God has really like left you and it's like, I know I still need to grow, God. I know there's some stuff I still need to do. And I'm trying. I'm trying, yo. But whatever you do, God, please don't leave me here alone. Y'all should really go listen to the song. It's really touching. And... I'm going to just be straight up with y'all. I'm in a space of uncomfortability. Um, I'm I'm a little alone, a lot. I don't really go out much now. Like, if I do, it's just random. But I spend a lot of time alone. And it's because I'm trying to, I'm trying to hear God. Because I, I just, I don't know if I'm a fall or if I'm a rise. Is it my time? Or do I still got more work to do? I have worked so hard to get where I am in God, in Christ. And I'm trying to do the right thing. And I feel so lost. I don't know which way to go how to get to where I'm trying to be. Like, I don't know how to get there. I'm trying to figure out how to get there. And I'm also just just trying to survive because this world is stupid and this world is crazy and there's so much weird stuff going on. And I know, I don't care what nobody say, we definitely living in the last days. I'm born and raised in the church. This stuff looked crazy. This is the type of stuff we used to hear back in the 90s. And we used to laugh because we're like, that's impossible. But that stuff is really happening right now. And I'm not going to say I'm scared because I know who God is. But I also don't know what's the next steps necessarily. Like, all right, well, we do know this is going on. So should I not really care that I live in a two-bedroom apartment with two kids and, you know, I make what I make and I'm just I should just be cool with this because eventually all this is gonna burn to hell anyway or do I just do I still strive to achieve or should I be leading people to God or helping people to regain their life to prepare like what am I supposed to be doing I'm lost But I'm trying. I'm really trying. And I I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's just something I'm supposed to be doing right now that is supposed to be like the key to unlock the door to the next stage. But I don't know what this is. I don't know where the key is. I don't know what God is trying to get me to do, what he's trying to get me to see. I don't know. 
I don't know, but I also don't really feel him like around. And usually I get some type of sign out of a sermon or out of a story, out of a a quote or something. But it's nothing right now. And it's like, all right, what am I what am I gonna do? Is God preparing me for the things to come? For the things I told him about? Is he just working on my patience right now? Because let me tell y'all something. I have been looking for a place for me and my kids for months. I need a three-bedroom house. I'll even do a side-by-side duplex. I don't want to be in an apartment no more because, one, I have a boy and a girl. They need their own room. At this point, my daughter's going to have to end up sharing a room with me because I she needs her privacy, and I understand that. Um, But I don't want to live in an apartment no more. I want a house. I want a home. And, yo, everywhere I turn, It's denied, 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 denied. No, no. Or it's just too expensive. And it's like, I can't. I'm not in no place to be dishing out $1,400 a month and paying for every utility. Bruh, come on. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot right now. But I've been looking and I've also been applying to different jobs. Like, yo, I like my job. I really do. The job I have is super dope and it's crispy. Like, it's cool over there, you know? it's The flexibility is extremely important to me. And this job gives it to me. But I also need to obviously afford living and I'm applying to jobs that I know are qualified. And it's straight up, unfortunately, we're not, you're not the candidate for us this time. We're going to have to decline your application or whatever. It's just no after no after no after no. And I'm like, yo, God, when am I going to get a yes? When is somebody going to say yes to me? Because I'm starting to feel like this is all I'm worth. Is this here? And I, I just don't see it as my future. It can't be my future. I know I'm capable of more. I know that. But I don't feel it or see it right now. And it's just like, if this is about to be my it, like, I'm just going to be like this, living like this. I need to do something. Like, what am I, what do I need to do? Do I want to sacrifice spending time with my kids, working two jobs and just working and working and never spending time with them for real, for real, and always putting them off on other people? Do I really want to go through that? I watched my mother go through that. 
I watched my aunt go through that. I watched so many people do that, and their kids end up not even liking them, and kids are regret them, not regret them, but reject them, and they regret that lifestyle, and it's like I'm so in the middle. Like, I don't know which way to go. And almost two years ago, I prayed and asked God to help to remove the hustler spirit out of me. I don't know, y'all probably like, why would you ask him to do that? Because I was addicted to hustling. It was like crack to me. Lashes was like selling weed. That fast money, that quick money, I could get $60 in an hour. And if I do the whole day and I have like two new clients, that's like $125 each person. Then $60 to $50 each field. I'm doing at least four or five people a day. That that right there, that's hustle. That's fast money. I was addicted to that, yo. And my kids would be like, Mom, you always working. You always and I would feel bad because it's like, dang you right. But I mean, yes, I had to do what I had to do, but I didn't want to continuously live my life like that. Being a hustler, being and doing like and living like that, you get burned out so quick. I did not want to get burned out. I want to spend time with my kids. I want to talk to them. I want to be with them. I want to take them places. And it's like, okay, God, I need you to help me not have a backup plan. Let you be my backup plan. And he has been my backup plan. And y'all, um, your girl tired of asking randomly every few months for months. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a couple of dollars here and there. I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of it. I asked God to remove that having a plan B because I I was in control of my life at that time. And not saying that, you know, I shouldn't be in control, but when you're trying to you're trying to really live trying to live right and you're trying to do things in a different way, you gotta ask God to help you at this point. And I'm not meaning like, help me and then, okay, I'm cool. I'm done on you. Like, no, nah, bro, I need you in my life consistently all the time. And I'm leaning on you because me putting all my trust in you over myself, that's big for me. Not that God is like, not that I'm bigger than God. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is all I felt like in, in, in the physical human world, all I had was me. I was able to get where I need to be. My family, yes. My family helps me. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not about to discredit them like that. My my, my, my people do look out for me. But I can't go to my people and ask them for $3,000. You know what I'm saying? I can't do that. Like, nah, a couple hundred dollars, yeah. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I need a whole life turnaround, like, at this point. I need to be making, like, 80K a year just to to to, to feel comfortable. I don't want to have to ask anybody necessarily for anything. I just want to ask God for it, and then it's boom, bing, bam, done. But I know it doesn't work like that. I know God has to teach us all lessons and such. So I'm in this space now where I'm like, yo, God, um, I feel like you left me. You know, <laughs> I love you. I'm here. I'm still doing you know, and managing what I have right now, you can come back. Um, 
don't forget about me. Like, <laughs> you know, I try to also not look at other people's success stories and feel like my time is never coming. It's like, uh, this person, you know, thriving. When is it going to be my time? Why can't I never get it right? Why can't, like, I be there? Like, what am I missing? What am I not doing according to your plan, God? What's happening right now? Like, I, I really need to feel like you're here with me and that I'm doing it right. Because I, I don't really know. Some of us may feel like this too. And yo, I'm I'm with you. I'm just staying prayed up and trying to remove the distractions so I can hear God talk to me. I trust God. I really do to keep helping me develop, help me grow and be the the woman that he designed for me to be. I just know that where I, where I'm at right now, it's not going to last long. I, I know for a fact it's not. But I have to be honest with how I really feel, you know? Just like you, you, you got to be honest with how you really feel. If you're a spiritual person, sometimes you, you may have felt like this before. And it's not saying that you're doubting God, because I'm not doubting God at all. I know he's with me and I know he's, you know, around me and he's in me. It's just right now, I don't feel it like I did a couple months ago. I, I'm, I'm just being honest. And we have these, we have, we have these moments and this is where we're supposed to always, you know, we pray without ceasing and seeking God and waiting to hear from him. You got to be honest in your feelings though. You can't pretend like you don't really feel like that. Like it's cool to get mad at God sometimes. Y'all do know that, right? <laughs> you know how many people have gotten mad with God? Plenty. And you have the right to feel like that. You do. I'm not about to curse his name or nothing like that. But I'm mad. I'm low-key mad. I feel a little bad. I feel a little neglected, God. I feel like you're not hearing me. And 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 this is how I talk to God on a daily. I'm always praying because my mind is always going. Constantly. I need to know what's going on. Hey, God. Hey, you hear me? Uh, what's up? going on here i'm a little confused need your guidance so i say all of that just to say that um even though i feel what i feel right now even though i am in this place of just stillness I still have to trust God more than my circumstances. 
I I still have to remind myself that God's no or no response it's not a rejection or anything like that it just is like a redirection I have to remind myself that God is a way maker miracle worker promise keeper you know um I I I I tend to replay some Bible verses like you know um, growing up in church and you remember Bible verses. My Bible verse that I play over and over and over and over is Psalms ninety one. The entire verse. Um, I learned that a long time ago. I don't remember it all the way through, but I remember at least up to shoots. Psalms ninety one one through sixteen at least. <laughs> But um, I say that to myself all the time, and I I also say um, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, God isn't asking you to figure out; He's asking you to trust that He already has. That has probably been the one I've been seeing and saying the most in this state of where I am and how I feel. God isn't asking you to figure it out. Shaz, he's not. He's asking you to trust that he already has. Everything that you've asked him for, the house, the car, the lifestyle, the community that you're asking for, the space to be you, the space to find your purpose and take it to the next level the speaker that you're trying to be or the image that you're trying to uphold, you got to trust that God got this and he's already taken care of it. Like you, you, you got to just stop, stop stressing. You're going to get through this. This is not the end. Even though you may feel like it is not the end. It's not the end. Have grace and mercy on yourself because he's already given that to you. And and know that you are worthy of, of the things that you ask for. You are so worthy. I am going to say, it's not a quote. So you guys know how I usually have a quote for the end of the night. I don't have any quotes for you necessarily, Um, but I do think you should, if you're feeling how I feel, read Jeremiah 29, 11 every day. If you feel the way I've been feeling, you need something to remind you to believe in what you prayed for. So I do have something that I wrote to God um, that... I'm also working on saying every day and I want to share with you. Um, It says, dear God, let me be content with who I am, what I have and where you are leading me. Help me to have a mindset of confidence and thankfulness every day. So again, it's not a quote. It's just something that I came up with 
that I'm asking and praying for every day is to have God help me accept where I am, be confident in who I am and where he's leading me, and to be so thankful. When I start speaking about God, sometimes I can go on and on and on, and I don't want to discourage anybody. I don't want the things that I say to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Um, I'm just sharing my experience and how I'm dealing with things. And like, you guys know, this is raw and real. This is straight up (laughs) real as heck. My testimony is a story to somebody. And the more I open myself up to you guys, the more my story can help or heal someone. That's all I want to do is help people heal and live better lives and then keep on living better lives but passing down the knowledge to other people so that we all can stop going through the same stuff. But I thank you for listening. I thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you again for tuning in to my podcast, R&R, Raw and Real with Shaz. Make sure you share this podcast with all of your friends and don't forget to leave me a review. It's greatly appreciated. See you in the next episode.